Hi, I'm Tracy. And I'm Norma. And we're Black, Black Girls, Girls with Accents. So welcome back, guys. Hello, everyone. So if you can believe it, we have hit our one-year anniversary. <laughs> Very exciting. I mean, I think for any endeavor to make a commitment for a year is a big thing. We're both very busy working mothers. Um, we have a lot on our plate, creatives. So to find the time to do this, um, you know, it, it's something that is important to us. We make the time to do it. And we do yes. have a, a fateful uh, band of followers. So we like to ensure that we bring the content that we've promised. And um, we are so thankful that you have um, maintained your support for the podcast over the last year. Definitely. I um, I actually even got to touch on that today earlier um, when I uh, attended Chill with uh, Island Girls Rock. And I was telling them how I actually miss you because we spoke about COVID, of course. And I said, I, I, I'm happy that we continued on and hung in there and kept our podcast going. I was like, well, we have not recorded in person. So it's really like a, a special time to still make time for this and um, record the show. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, I think initially we were trying to figure out what to do when we pivoted and we said we will we'll yeah. try this online, which actually hasn't been too bad. I think it's actually worked out quite well once we got the hang of it. Yes. Once we figured out what kinds of um, recording, um, what kind of technology to use, I think it's gone quite smoothly, except for when things like that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I definitely like uh, one of my favorite episodes is um, like the episodes that we got to, I I, I call them crossover, but it's not really crossover, but like we had. Simone Seifak as a guest and unfortunately like yes like our our audio at times is can be a a challenge but I just love that we have we got to even do stuff like that in our first year I got to have guests and stuff like that it was awesome yes we 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 aim big right and we have many many more exciting things happening in the new year as we retool as we kind of look back and think about what worked and what needs um improvement uh we certainly are looking forward to perhaps some um maybe some visual um material to come or content to come your way in the near future i mean obviously covid threw such a wrench in everybody's plans and everything Mm -hmm. was so unexpected but um it just I think it fuels us to continue on and to make the show the best it can be. So please, you know, continue to rock with us. And um, I think that you'll be pleased with what we have in store for the coming year. So for today's show, we're just going to really look back at some of the highlights from this year, give you some insight into what we plan on doing for our Christmas season. And we started with Christmas um a a season that for i think for norma has great um significance not from a commercial perspective but more <laughs> for its spiritual and religious yes. meaning for me that's there but you know you know raised in england <laughs> uh, it's all about the baubles and the sparkle and the and the food um you know i put my tree up i think we were going on this is a third week 
Um, Well, this year more than any, in part because of the time, right? It's such a heavy time. And so to bring in some, just some sparkle and excitement. um, Some joy. Yeah, to feel comforted. uh, You know, we, we, yeah, week after Thanksgiving, the tree was up. Yes. Yeah. Not necessarily decorated, but it was up. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, it is the same as because I was going to say November 22nd for us, but it stood for a week undecorated and then we finally got to it. But I needed that. I needed that. I love, I have a, I have a real tree. So just, I needed the smell of the scent of the pine. And uh, we had a great night decorating. It was a lot of fun with the boys. And I, I do love coming into the house and seeing the tree. I needed that joy and kind of, that that festive feeling this year has been heavy um i know a lot of people are having you know in a way heartbroken christmases or holidays because their loved ones are not here so there's a lot of i'm grateful for a lot of things and i'm grateful that um i i am um knock on wood ending this season with all my family's members here and close family members here we did lose family members but my Close family members here. My boys are um, here with me. So I'm just happy that the house feels very, very peaceful and very, you know, like, yeah, I, feel the, I can feel the love. And it might not just be the tree, but I've, I'm happy <laughs> that, right, <laughs> that right, that's right. how the house feels and very calm. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I guess like a lot of families, you will be, it'll be a low-key kind of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um but I, yeah, I mean, family this year more than ever, I think people have, many families have uh, much more appreciation for family, more so than ever. Yes. I feel very fortunate because my girls are about to be out the house. One was supposed to be college bound and the other is fast behind her. So I've been <laughs> um, a little bit selfish in my celebration at the they're forced to be home a little longer. <laughs> um, and the, the one that was supposed to go off, well, she had to work remotely, but she'll be on campus in the fall. So I still get her in yeah. the spring too. Uh, you know, for me, probably the same for Norma. We're both, as I said earlier, very busy people, always rushing around, always involved in one project or another. So time is the one thing I've always said, like, oh, I just need more time. I wish we had more time. If we had more time, I would do this. I would do that. I would read. I would spend more time with the girls and my husband and all this stuff. And so we've been actually gifted that time. And so yeah. that's something we're not going to actually necessarily do New Year's resolutions here. But that's something that I want to continue. I don't want, a vex- a, you know, once they get the vaccine and the numbers drop and we begin to have a sense of normalcy in our lives. I don't yeah. think I want to go back to the rushing around like a mad person. I want to be able to have a kind of um, a, a, a tempered life where mm-hmm. I'm carving out time for what's important and I'm not, you know, yes, from time to time I'll burn the candle at both ends because things happen, but not, you know, not three months out of, three weeks out of a month feeling that way. Yeah. Definitely. Um, one thing that I uh, feel like I really got a good handle on, like when the pandemic first ha- happened, I was heartbroken because it was like a hard stop on my uh, my short film putting together that actually needed like 
two more sheets, scenes and B-roll that we were going to film. So I, I had this feeling of like, oh, this is all for nothing. And um, before when I like would pray or like center myself, I always felt like the message was to write, like, write, write. And I was like, write what? Like, why? like you know, I was getting fussy with that message. And I was like, but then the shutdown happened and we're home. And I was like, you know what? The message was right. I guess that's what I have to do now. Mm. And you, I felt like this um, pandemic gave us a chance from your home to channel your energy exactly where you wanted it to go. Because mm. I got to choose like, oh, there's a Zoom on, you know, there's a workshop on this. There's a, and it's all virtual. So I got to constantly pick where my energy was going. And um, that actually really shattered all the places that, it re- didn't really didn't need to go, right. and so I. Although it's um, this type of year, writing wise, I've actually feel very successful and accom- and accomplished this year. I I finished more projects than I did in the past. That's great. And I also yeah definitely, and I got and also got to um, this wonderful production company in Dallas that is like working together with me and I really love how this uh, relationship is going with them Um, and so that too like to just see that that actually really just came from sitting down and writing and then that it actually was moving in the direction that it was supposed to move in so I feel like that's the biggest uh, thing for me this year that that at one point like the, the, the abrupt halt made me fussy but once I settled in and like let go of the fussiness and really chose where my energy was going, even though it's via Zoom, it, it really became a very uh, productive year because of that. So I would like to keep that. I would like to keep being conscious of where my energy goes and how, you know, how it moves me in forward in a, in a positive and right. focused way. Well, let me back up because you're not fully explaining I don't know if we covered it in in a previous oh. episode but what Norma's talking about is successfully completing a project that's been near and dear to her heart she's been working on for quite some time so maybe just say just a little bit about what it is you finished that then led to the second project because I think you need to that's true sorry guys yeah <laughs> thank you for catching that Tracy so I write um I write for television that's my that's my ultimate goal uh, to have series on TVs that you guys know are written by me and created by me. Uh, and so last year I uh, created and shot the short, which is like the pilot episode for my series called The Foundation. And then um, we didn't get to show it until October this year because of all the pandemic hiccups, but that was completion of that um of that project. So we got to do a, a private viewing of the foundation and then out of that wrote some nice opportunities. And um, in August or so of this year, after doing some of those Zooms that were all based on screenwriting or uh, writing for uh, series writing, and um, I noticed that a lot of the creators that were already considered professionals in the field talked about writers rooms and before that I would always attend writers groups and I was like why are we attending groups when I think we can do mock versions of rooms and actually practice the roles that we might get so I created a mock writers room 
And within that room, I um, was able to, with some, with five, it's five of us. And so five fellow writers, uh, we were able to brainstorm and I brought my idea to them, brainstormed, and then I wrote the, the pilot episode. So for my second uh, series, and um, which is called Nomad. Um, and it's based on, um, do you want to hear that? Too? <laughs> it's, and it's based on uh, two um, international students that uh, attend a black college. So it was, and honestly, guys, it, the idea came from being on Black Girls with Accents because the more we do the show, the more I realized that um, my lens is quite different. So the more we like look at things, I keep like kind of peeling back and thinking like, wait, from what angle do I have this um, mm -hmm. vision or observation uh, or from, you know, from what angle does this stem, this thought stem from? Mm -hmm. And I just um, wanted to put uh, the characters over-exaggerated because it's a comedy or dramedy, I should say. Mm -hmm. But I, I figured I'll, I'll write a show like that. And so far, so good. It's been actually like, it's actually gotten more attention than the foundation had just off based off of just written because foundation actually has footage with it but right. written wise nomad is kind of skyrocketed skyrocketed before the foundation so that's actually uh, quite nice so yes guys i hope that the that's the backstory and where i said the focus for this year came from yeah <laughs> Good and, and excellent and, and you know, hopefully next year, at least not a year from now, but in a couple of months from now, there'll be more to, to tell you on uh, to about report back. Yeah, to report yeah. <laughs> back. So I mean, yeah, to segue back into the T V thing, I mean there's certainly been a lot of work. I think we've both worked very hard this year. Um and a lot of play, a lot of I mean, God knows within the first few weeks I stuffed my face with anything that was sweet and delicious yeah. and salty and what i made sourdough bread <laughs> <laughs> you got in that craze and watch yes. a lot of television so obviously like most people i follow well not like most people but i do watch a lot of the more popular television programs i watched the undoing i think it was called very disappointed mm -hmm. with the ending of that mm -hmm. oh, we never discussed mm -hmm. that oh we're gonna discuss that um <laughs> the undoing which undid me at the end I yeah. watched The Crown. I've been watching yes. a show called Rita, which I love. This show based in Queen's Denmark. Gambit. The Queen's Gambit. Uh. <laughs> but before all of that, we were watching I May Destroy You. And that was another yes. opportunity <laughs> for a wonderful crossover um, episode. And we watched and reviewed. So if you haven't checked that out, feel free to go back. It was must-see TV. It was a great use yeah. Well worth the 12, was it 12 episodes? Well worth 12 weeks worth mm -hmm. of uh, watching and discussing and sometimes re-watching. Um, yes. So it was a great way to spend our summer. Really, really enjoyed that. I mean, we could yeah. still go back and talk about more, right? Um, right now I'm watching Grand Army and there's oh, some yes. overlaps. Uh, we should probably talk about that. Maybe <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> There are some overlaps uh, with I Need sure to You. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a, that was another way that I passed my time uh, last year or this year, I should say. And really looking forward to next year. I have a couple of new projects as well on the horizon. 
actually on a deadline right now finishing up an edited collection on Zadie Smith so Mm-hmm. I, I have to get that in by December 22nd, so crossing my fingers. <laughs> Still trying to work on my essay that's crap right now, and i got to work on the introduction, but um, got some things in the work for next year. And I, I actually would like to turn my attention back to some creative writing. I write academically, which it is creative, but um, I've been working on a book for a long time, which that was what I was supposed to focus my attention on actually that would do like television watching I was supposed to work on it <laughs> and didn't really but I will get back to it it's something that's near and dear to my heart um it's just about time I will be off in the spring I don't have to teach I have a sabbatical so mm-hmm. um hopefully I can carve out some time when I'm done with my scholarly work um I can wait make... don't forget the one you just finished though oh can my we, gosh can you everybody. please mention them <laughs> yes um uh, a labor of love finished my book uh it's called not your mother's mammy and it's about the representation or the misrepresentation of the domestic worker in transatlantic media oh my gosh i remember i'm a god i i you i had to interview you for this like back <laughs> yeah. in Oh God, I wouldn't say how far along it was. But yeah, I finished. It's done. Beautiful cover. Courtesy of cover. Uh, an amazing South African artist by the name of Mary Sabandi, who I had the good fortune to meet and the great mm-hmm. fortune to travel to South Africa and to see her work there. So um, yeah, I finished it. I'm happy. It's done. Very Bloody proud hell. of um, But moving on to a new book. Uh, yes. <laughs> with black British um, kids in foster care so yeah I'm excited about next year I'm excited about the podcast I'm going to be happy to see my kids flourish and one of them finally move out the house as she goes to college and starts her own life yes. as a 19 year old who really I think is desperate to get her own space and breathe yeah I mean of course I wish I could you know keep her here forever but you know we've we've raised them to be independent and to go off into the world and my yeah. little one can't believe that she will be college bound soon too um it's hard yeah. to believe but yeah i'm looking forward to next year and i'm confident that i will be productive and really focus on me i've already outlined yes. this whole plan of on sundays going to brunch or breakfast or taking myself to the movies or since Norma is literally one block away from me now. Yes. <laughs> I want to see Norma or go for a walk or walk. riding my bike or whatever it is. I really will be investing a lot more me time next yes. year. You actually brought me back to one point that I also wanted to share. It goes back into that, like, we get we got to choose where our energy goes this year. And in the same thing over the summer... I ended up doing uh, Bosman St. John's uh, Badass Workshop, which was excellent. It was five weeks. And then I also, and that was because Bosma is in marketing. And so it was about leadership. Uh, and yeah, I just I felt, she's. yeah. And I just, I, I mean, I love Bosma, absolutely. <laughs> like, I love how, uh, and um, explaining a little bit for the viewers, like, I just love Bosma's um, 
uh, appearance too, because it's like very unapologetic. And I've always been raised to be a little bit more like harsh in my demeanor and stuff. And so I always like admire people that I'm like, are like, my hair is going to be big and I'm going to wear this yellow shirt with red lipstick. I'm always like, ooh. And so I love how she does that. And it's just like completely herself and stuff, but also amazing at mm-hmm. like her work. Right. So did the badass workshop with her, loved it, learned so many great things that I totally implement all the time. And also just to realize that a lot of those qualities um, I already had and just didn't see them as little mm. leadership qualities. So that was also a nice, like, extra. And then the other person that I took a workshop with over the summer, which I thought was very healing for me and definitely something that I almost implement daily now. Her name is Alexandra L. And she does, um, uh, she just like, her worship, the worship that I took was, it was kind of like towards your inner child and to, to get comfortable with playing more, like to just be more settled in like in, in play and how you heal and how you want to address the things that just bother you like inside, like Mm -hmm. the things that are on your mind, especially imposter syndrome. And then Mm. she had like this and hers was four weeks and it just happened to be that kind of overlapping and I just felt like I learned so much. It was, I think, from like the end of July going into September that I, now that it's over, especially uh, Bosoma ended on health. Like mm. one of the last workshops was, was, was like, okay, now you have all these tools to like perform in your job in life or whatever. And she was like, the the one that's for you is your health. Work mm-hmm. out, drink water, like eat well. And uh, of course, you've heard that many times before in right. your life, but I, I made it more conscious this year that I was like, yes, that, that I didn't like, I mean, I enjoyed in the beginning of the pandemic, laying around and eating yeah, and so right. on. That, and then when it became sluggish, I was like, okay, no, this is not it. Right. So eat well. Um, or what we've learned so much is that COVID attacks like your immune system. like And it, like the, the main thing that we can do is to keep your health as best as possible so that if god forbid this disease comes to you that you can actually handle it when it's in your system right and i thought that was very um yeah this just stayed with me from both those things like to make sure that i i was gentle with myself like be kind with myself i felt like that came from the alex l uh workshop and then from both of my i just was like yeah i'm definitely going into 2021 with the staying close on my health the way I eat the way I work out even if it's just a walk and stretches I'm like I think this gentle yoga class everybody's older than me I'm I'm the worst I keep falling over my balance is trash but I just love like showing up for it so that's what I would like to keep going into 2020 2021 excellent and the discipline um Dina yes. and I have been very disciplined with the workout we work out four days a week with a trainer um Oh, nice. We are very, I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, God, I hope we don't have to go. I hope Zoom's not working. <laughs> call I hope. out. <laughs> but once we do it, it's, like, so worth it. Like, you really mm-hmm. do. It's a way to get out all the angst and whatever else is going on and to feel stronger. I always mm-hmm. had a goal that I wanted to be able to do a real push-up before I turned mm-hmm. 50, which for some people might sound like, what? But no, I'm rigid. I'm like almost six foot, so I have a lot more body weight than someone who's much smaller than I am. And to do a proper push up, 
And because mm-hmm. we've been working so hard, I mean, starting the beginning of the year before COVID happened, I was working with an amazing trainer named Janice, Janice Powell. Um, and we had this whole plan for this whole workout regimen. Paid her some, a very, she gave me a very good price. But, mm-hmm. was, you know, a lot of money, which uh, mm-hmm. didn't really get to, you know, follow through the plan the way we wanted to. But anyway, she really helped me on this path towards getting stronger. It's about getting, not so much about losing the weight and chiseling and all that. It's about getting stronger. Stronger. And um, so I'm happy that, to your point about health, that uh, we were, have been very focused on working out. Um Yeah. And the days that we don't, I've been walking in the graveyard. I'll talk about that some other time. That's Norma's fault. Yeah. Because I've lived here for 18 years and never stepped foot in the graveyard until Norma mentioned it. So I've been walking in the graveyard, which I find to be very therapeutic. And I ride my bike. I take my bike and off I go wherever. So um, I will continue to do those things in the new year because those are things that bring me pleasure. Yes. Um, and reading, oh my gosh, I've not been able to, you'd think with all the time I'd be able to read much more. And I really haven't been. Um, it's hard when you teach for a living, you teach literature for a living, you'd think that you get to read a lot. I do if I assign something new for a course, mm-hmm. but my own reading, um, if you're trying to write a book and teach, you're exhausted by the time you sit down to read a book, you just you try but it just doesn't work so yeah um i am looking forward to doing a lot more reading next year since i won't be teaching i'll have the brain power to do that uh, yeah. on my list um i'll let me see what's on my list there's a new book uh book called how to love a jamaican really interested in reading that i don't remember who it's by um there's a book about these two girls that go missing in the south i wish i had that i should have been a little bit more prepared I have that on my Kindle, actually. Maybe I can pull it up. Um, I'm dying to read The Yellow House. I've been saying that for years. And I the Yellow that, House? Yeah. It's no, about, I don't know that one. Okay. Uh, this girl growing up in Louisiana and looking back, there's all these like family secrets and stuff. Um, uh, I really love, love, love um, Julia Alvarez has a new one. It's old now that I'm looking to read. I've got so many. Um, this is old. I've read it, but need to go back and reread it properly. It's by um, Bernadine Everisto has a new one out. Uh, there's a book called Frying Plantain that I like a lot of plantains. Yes! Um, which I haven't <laughs> finished. There's The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. That's the yep. one I was telling you that I have not finished. Also on my list. Started yeah. and didn't finish. There is um, so much stuff to read. Uh, it's unbelievable. There's lots and lots and lots. So that's... I'm going to plug this um, Caribbean lady real quick because I heard about her today on uh, Alan Goes Rock. So on Instagram, she is This Book Love. And so she has a, a bookstore. And like, and she, had, she was doing a giveaway. And um, Frying Plantain was on there oh. uh, as a book giveaway, but what I loved about it was that it was uh, that it was a Caribbean bookstore that you could like find oh. a lot of Caribbean authors. So if you guys want to follow somebody, this is Book Love underscore on Instagram, and then it, this is booklove.com if you want to go and check out the bookstore uh, online. Oh, very cool. But yes, yeah, and get some cool titles. Yeah. And, and the author of How to Love a Jamaican is 
And that's on my list for a Christmas gift. But it's by Alexia <laughs> Alexia Arthurs. So if you're looking for uh, a good read. Um, or Patsy's another good one by um, Nicole Dennis-Ben. Um, Patsy, yes. which is about a woman who's a nanny, uh, leaves Jamaica to work as a nanny. She's an excellent Caribbean writer. Who, thinking about okay. new newer Caribbean writers. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one. Um, okay. So yeah, so that's 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 my plan. And Christmas will be quiet. You know, yeah. my kids are older, so we don't have to worry about a bunch of toys. At this age, they want clothes and gift cards. <laughs> yes. I purchase my own gifts as I do every year, so I'm never disappointed. Yeah. I bought myself some nice dip tea candles, as I like to uh, yeah. <laughs> I bought myself a coat months ago and some other little goodies. Um, didn't go overboard, just some things to make myself happy. Self-care. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? I- I so I, I was listening to you about reading, and so this year I realized that I most of the books that I read this year had something to do with screenwriting. So there was one, the Inside Story, that I was, which was an amazing book, but I totally struggled with because it was it was kind of dense, but it had good instructions on how to just really clean up your your writing work. And I so I was just constantly learning. So it took me a while to get through that one. Uh, the Writer's Room is um, one that I read and which I really like because it really just talked about how it is, is to actually have the job and how odd it is to actually be the, like, and just, it doesn't seem like there's nobody has like a actual regular way of getting a job in this business. So for some reason, that still gave me some peace because I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no resume sent here. It's just like, whatever. And mm-hmm. um, and then my other book is from Alexandra L. It's called After the Rain. And um, it's really uh, these life lessons that she shares uh, on different topics, different stages where she felt like this was the issues that I, that I had either internally or externally and this is how I dealt with that and then like some uh mantras or things at the end of each chapter and I just like it's like nice and concise and very peaceful book um and so I had an oh and I read this book called you're a badass and I feel bad that on the top of my head I don't know the author's mm-hmm. name but it was that is a really good read because it's just uh, um as if you're talking to a person that's just giving you the best pep talk in the world. <laughs> and so on my list, I bought it a while back, but I didn't get to it, is um, We Slaves from Suriname. And mm. it's from Anton de Com. And I, I, at first I was like, oh, am I maybe even kind of avoiding getting mm. to this? Like, right. But um, now that my that I'm kind of done with this particular pilot, I had started a screenplay that I never finished uh, back in the day, and I think once I read this book, I will know how to finish that screenplay and pick up those characters. So oh, it, 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 it's not—it's not a um, "We Slaves" a sermon. It's not a fictional book. It's—it's it's just uh, um, talking about of, uh, of yeah, historical. Oh, and I feel like once I learn that, then I will. Once I read this. I feel like I could better express what I want to express with those characters mm-hmm. um, in the movie that I'm writing. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah, look, that's uh, my my book, my upcoming books, and then and the same as you, uh, Frying Planting. I put that on my list earlier today, so I was glad it's you good. said it because I was going to share it's it with very you. Good. A, f- a friend of mine passed along to me, and I 
I'm always reading like four books at the same time. So I keep dabbling back, keep going back to it every couple of... And The Furnishing Half. Those are the two books that you said that were actually yeah, also it's, on my list. Yeah, it's a good one too. Um, I don't mean it's not supposed to be book hour, but yeah. Anyway, there's lots of good yeah. books. We can, have <laughs> a whole, we can have a whole thing on books on another time. Mm. But I think that's it, guys. Um, so mm-hmm. it's been a good year. It's been, um, I mean, it's been a hard year, obviously, with everything that's going on. And we are very thankful. Um, mm-hmm. but in, in terms of the podcast, I think that we have covered a lot of really rich uh, topics from identity, hair care politics, dating, uh, uh, race, racism, um, history or contested histories. Um, yeah. What else, Normie Norm? Anything else? Yeah, I was just thinking about like, I still feel like I want you guys to know that one of our biggest one uh, or most listened to is uh, Black Enough episode. So I always feel like it, it. that's like my favorite because I guess that's the core of why we like, you know, like started this. Like, it's just like, what is this perspective? Like, what are we thinking of when you're you raised in the UK and you come here, but you're also black? Like, what does all this stuff mean? And so for me, Black Enough is still one of my super duper faves because it's like where we got to express a lot of the the things that come up for us as European black women. Yeah. Many, <laughs> many, many years after arriving, right? Many, yes. many years yes. after. The, the sensibility yeah. hasn't necessarily changed, even though there's a better understanding of the history of what's happened here but yes. we still bring a sensibility that's different than an, an average person of africa who's who identifies as african-american definitely yeah well, no it's been it's been a blessed year i know a lot of things were odd and we definitely also experienced loss in our family but um for me myself after like looking deeply into everything it's been a blessed year yeah Indeed. So yeah. we, we hope that everybody is, can, is, is healthy and goes into the next year with some joy in their heart and some optimism and um, is ready to join us for another episode of Black Girls with Accents. So we thank you yeah. so much. We thought, of, we thought of words earlier today and my word was bravery. So I... I send bravery for everybody that into 2021 oh god you put me on the spot and i <laughs> send vigilance be vigilant people be vigilant yes. all yeah. right bye happy new bye, year everyone. happy christmas Bye-bye. happy merry christmas happy new year and catch us like follow us uh black girls with accents on instagram Twitter, come say hi to us. Um, yeah, and discuss things with us. Go back, listen to the old episodes if you want to, and still come and chat with us. We wish you well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>